0: Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail, and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Hey friends, I am excited about today's episode because I am gonna be sharing you sharing with you all the resources that I used to build an eight million dollar a year direct sales team. And it's not this matter of, oh, if you use these things, like you'll build the team, because there were so many other things that went into it. But one thing that I really noticed, right, as the, the bigger the growth, right, the the bigger my team, the more responsibilities, right? The higher you go in leadership, the more you have to learn. And while, yes, the paycheck is incredible, there is a lot that you are juggling, there's a lot, a whole lot, but I don't necessarily think it's this thing. I mean, I a hundred percent do not think it's something that just happens overnight. You don't just all of a sudden, right? Like step into becoming a six figure earner and beyond and leading this like multimillion dollar, you know, team and have it all figured out. It's kind of like you have to grow into that leader. You have to become that leader. And, you know, one of the things that When I look back on the journey of my kind of progression throughout um, the direct sales, like the career that I had, specifically speaking, when I, my time at Pampered Chef, just because, right, like I um, feel like, you know, I was there the longest and that is what I reflect on the most, I think, is that, you know, I I didn't have it all figured out. (laughs) I really didn't. And I think that was something that was used to my advantage that I was always looking to better my skills, learn more, figure out if there was an easier way, if there was something that someone knew how to do something better than me, you know, that I could learn from them that I, you know, if there was something that would free up my time, you know, that, that would give me the ability to really operate in my zone of genius. And so recently I, um, shared a reel on Instagram, And I listed out, you know, all of these resources that I used in my business to build an $8 million a year team. And I got to thinking about it and I was like, you know, I'd really love to explain and kind of go into more detail on each of the, each of these resources and how I use them. And so, and plus, I think we all just love like a behind the scenes look You know, especially someone that you maybe admire, not to say that you admire me, but if you're listening to this, you probably do. (laughs) And so just in general, like I'm, you know, incredibly, you know, grateful and proud of what I accomplished. Right. And so I know there are people out there that want something similar, you know, whether they're looking for that title or that, you know, that income that would give them the ability to pay off debt or You know, whatever it is, whatever it is that they're looking for, you know, so many times we all want to look behind the scenes. We want to know, like, what are the actual day-to-day actions? What are the things that are on your calendar? You know, what are the things that you think contributed to where you are today? You know, kind of the resources, like what are people's daily schedules? So I figured I would give you guys a chance to hear a little bit about each of these Items, um, resources, you know, things, whatever, (laughs) that really helped me become a top leader in, you know, in the industry. And not only that, but how was I able to continue that growth and sustain, you know, the momentum we had as a team? And you know, I didn't necessarily start all of these items that I'm about to share. I didn't necessarily start using these all at once. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that, that it was really this steady progression and I kind of grew into needing these things. So the items that I'm about to share with you, I'm going to share them in a sense in order, but not really, but kind of in order based on the timeline of my business, right? Like, And I'm also going to probably have some disclaimers, like maybe would I still use them today or, you know, looking back, was it really necessary, right? Like, would I do something different? And, um, you know, just some real candid conversation, because I think there are so many things out there that, you know, people are trying to pitch like their program or their, um, you know, resource or their... Whatever, you know, support that, and in, in, in a way that, like, oh, you need to have this if you want to have X, Y, and Z. And I'm here to tell you, like, I was making six figures and I had, I don't know, like not very many followers on Instagram. Okay. Like, I was running my entire business on Facebook and in person and through connections. And so, My business drastically expanded when I made a huge focus to learn more about social media and stuff, but I say all that to say, everything I'm going to share with you, it's not a matter of you have to do these things to build the business or a business similar to mine, but I want to share them because they did contribute, I believe, to the success that I had and in a way that you know, they freed up my time so that, like I said, I could operate in my zone of genius. I could focus on mentoring and developing leaders and looking for leads and connecting and all of those things that were really important to me. And so I'm going to share these in order and just kind of talk about each one briefly so that you can kind of have a look behind the scenes on how I used it and my thoughts on it now. So the first one is Facebook scheduler. So a lot has changed, actually, since I was running my business all on Facebook because when I started I was a cooking show consultant right and then about a year into um, a year and a half into my business I realized there was a lot of potential with Facebook and so I started to dabble in Facebook parties and quickly picked that up so this was before the trend of like the virtual social selling business right like it was like 2015 uh, 2016. Uh, and you know, I was really, I realized there was a lot of opportunity, but I don't think I understood, right. The magnitude of what was about to happen. Um, and so Facebook scheduler was a thing. You could schedule post in your Facebook groups or on your business page. And I did that, right. So I would try my best to like batch my content ahead of time. Um, um, to a degree, right? I didn't know exactly what I was doing, but I would try to like schedule out post. Um there was also a point in time when you could schedule post in events. And so I was doing that um when I was running like Facebook events. And to me this is something I still do today like in in our coaching Uh, community on Facebook. We have a Facebook group and I try to schedule posts, not a ton, right? Because the majority of our support comes on Zoom training. But there are some things I schedule in that group throughout the month, as well as, you know, in our free community. And so I think if you're not leveraging Facebook scheduler, they just recently made an update and you can actually post and schedule posts, excuse me, on your personal profile now. Now, if I had had that opportunity and ability back in the day, I would have 100 percent been using it Uh, because for me, so much of my network came and was living in the ecosystem of Facebook. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, you might be like me where you you post a lot of things on Instagram and then it's linked. So it'll post also on Facebook. But I think there's a lot of things that um, you can schedule on Facebook, whether it's in your VIP group or, you know, on your business page or in your parties, if you have virtual parties, which also kind of leads me to the second resource, and that is Post My Party. But there's also Send Share, um, Visly, um, and there's like a million others. I don't know all of them, <laughs> to be honest. But Post My Party gives you the ability to create a party template. So I was in the virtual party space, okay? So I uh, basically would create a party template for that season. Um, Used to, and this is, y'all are going to go crazy when I say this. I used to create a party template for every single month. I know, I know. What was I thinking? But you know what, guys? I loved it. I loved coming up with those fun ideas. It was almost like, my creative outlet where I used to create like bulletin boards and want to change them, right? And like, then there was those teachers back when I was teaching that like changed their bulletin board like twice a year. I changed it like every month, okay? Like I was that teacher. Same thing with my um, business, right? I wanted my virtual parties to be fun for not only my guests, but also for me, right? And I got kind of bored. But I quickly realized that there wasn't a lot of good use of my time doing that. And so I kind of changed it (laughs) to a seasonal party. Well, it ended up going from like every two months. Right. So like January and February and then March and April. And so I kind of stuck to that. But then sometimes I would use it for like three months um, and just change things up like the guest specials and the games and stuff like that. But post my party is just one of the platforms, but it was the one that I chose to use. It was like I want to say it was like 10 bucks a month or something. And to me, that was like worth its weight in gold. Because what I would do is I would basically just upload my template. And anytime I scheduled a party, because guys, I was doing four to six shows every single week. Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. I was doing four to six shows like every single week. And so something like Post My Party allowed me to kind of release the stress of posting and showing up and putting myself in Facebook jail and instead focus on my host coaching and connecting with my guests in the party and looking for leads uh, and and just giving me more time to do things like a live video and just stuff like that. So um, if you are in the party space and you are not already using something like Post My Party or Sense Share or Visley, or whatever the other ones are, you need to be using them. Okay? Like something. Use something. It will save you so much time. So the third thing that I, I will contribute a huge part of my, you know, developing leaders and like, expanding on our leadership team and like helping people become and promote into this like next level of their leadership was the use of the app Marco Polo. Now, (laughs) let me preface this by saying um, I don't think this is the only way. Like there's a million other, um, you know, things out there that you can use and you don't even have to have an app. But what I loved about Marco, was it's basically like this like walkie talkie type app, but it's video. So you were not only able to, you know, listen and speak to people, right? Like as if you were talking on the phone, but it would save it like as a message, but you could see the video. You could you could see them playing with their kids. You could see their expression on their face. If there were tears in their eyes, like you were able to, connect with them on a more personal level. And so one of the things that I would use Marco Polo for was, as I mentioned, I was connecting and coaching and mentoring people with this app. And I truly believe it made a huge difference in my success because people could see my expressions, you know, and they felt this sense of connection. And and even though like maybe it was while I was driving in the car and the phone was down in my cup holder, but like they could hear me talking or I was sitting there nursing and the phone was like propped up. So they couldn't really see what, you know, my boob hanging out or anything. Right. But like they knew I was there and I was, you know, they were with me or hearing from me at a time when probably I wouldn't have been like talking on the phone or whatever. Right. And so I really think, during this season when I was trying to, you know, not just develop leaders and all of those things and like support the leaders that I already had, but it kind of kept us even more connected, you know, and and not just to my dream and goal and, you know, of like getting to the top of the company or whatever, but it kept me in front or it kept like them, you know, sharing with me like, Hey, here's what's going on in my family. And like me, I would pick up on those things and say like, Hey, here's what can happen. You know, here's how this business is going to change for, you know, change your life and help you, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Right. So I could help mentor them through things that were really hard or, you know, overcome something, or maybe they would come to me super excited, like, Hey, I've got this idea. And I just thought of it. I'm out at the park with my kids. So I know I can't talk on the phone, but I want to just run something past you. Right. And then, you know, from there, so many ideas were born. And so I think I'll always have a special place in my heart for the app Marco Polo, uh, because there, I use that thing so much <laughs> during the, I guess, last few years that I was with um, Pampered Chef specifically. And so if you are trying to figure out how you can really, truly pour into your team without, you know, sitting on the phone for forever, I mean, obviously, you can easily send like a voice message, you know, or a voice text or use something like Voxer. But I do think there's a lot of power in people seeing you like you know, interacting and watching your expressions on your face and the interactions with you, that you have. It's just a little more personal. So just a plug for that app because um, I wasn't using it obviously my entire uh, career in the industry, but as I started to develop leaders, I recognized that I wanted to have a more one-on-one personal connection without feeling like I had to be on the phone with them all the time. All right, so then the next thing is my Outlook calendar. And yes, that means I still have a Hotmail email address. I know, right? Isn't that so crazy? I feel like that really dates me. If I say, you know, when I tell people what my email is, like my personal email, I still use the same one, right? Because it's linked to like everything. People are like, whoa, you have a Hotmail. And I'm like, yes, I know. I'm old. But anyway, (laughs) not that old. But yeah, so Outlook, calendar, basically this is just a digital calendar. So some people use Google Calendar. I chose Outlook um, because if someone sends me a Zoom invite um, to my email address that's linked to Zoom, that was the calendar that it would pop up on, not Google, right? So um, I fought hard, y'all, I fought so hard with this concept of going from, you know, paper planner to digital. And here's why. First, I have literally had a planner since I was in third grade. Like I am that person. I want everything written down. I love lists. I love sticky notes. I love the satisfaction of checking something off. I mean, seriously, it is, it just brings me joy, right? But I, you can't like t- carry this big, massive planner everywhere with you. I mean, you can, right? But like, you know, it just wasn't, a, it wasn't a good fit for my lifestyle because, you know, there would be times when I would, I would be like, I don't know, out on the playground with Sarah when she was little and I could not have my big, massive calendar. And then I would like meet somebody, another mom and connect and be like, oh, I'm going to call you later. Or, you know, oh, I would get a phone call while I was out there and be like, oh, I need to send my host this thing or whatever, you know, and and I couldn't write myself. uh, I mean, essentially I couldn't write it on my planner because I didn't have my planner with me, or I would have to try and remember it. Right. And so I eventually realized (laughs) that if I wanted to kind of free up a little time. I know you might be like, it's not that much time like writing stuff in your planner, but it kind of is, right? Because like when you use a digital calendar, you can say, okay, just as one example, every week on Tuesday morning at 8 a.m., we had something called coffee chat. This was for our leaders and I would put it on my calendar on repeat every single week. It was just there. It was always there. Now, if I had a paper planner, I would have to sit there and write it down every single week, right? And so while there's nothing, no, I'm not throwing shade against, you know, no hate for people who are like, well, I still use a paper planner and that works for me. And that's fine. I think at the end of the day, it needs to fit your lifestyle and you just need to be consistent because you can't put it in there half the time and then not put it in there the other half of the time, right? And so I just recognized that I wanted to be able to, on my phone, you know, put something in and it also show up on my computer. So, um, so that was that. The, the next thing is Zoom. And I think this goes without saying, this is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I mean, we are, you know, even before COVID, but I think especially post-COVID, the majority of people know and have Zoom downloaded on their phone or their tablet or their computer. They know how to use it. The majority of people have an account. Um, and, I started using it a couple years ago, uh, or um, excuse me, a couple years before everything happened in 2020. I want to say it was like 2016 or so. And I realized like this, it was such a great opportunity for me to connect with my team because when Facebook parties and like digital stuff started to come about, that's when I started recruiting more outside of just local people. And so, um, and just in general, right, like I had people, you know, that ended up joining my team in Kentucky. And, and so it like slowly my team started to expand outside of my own local um, ecosystem. But before, you know, we went crazy and our team just was like all over the country, I realized like I still wanted those people, you know, if they're homesick with a kid or whatever, I still wanted them to feel connected to what I was doing with our team. And so, yeah, so Zoom played a huge role. I don't have the webinar one. I don't have the one that's like really crazy. I think I just have the one that's up to 100. And that's pretty much what I always used, except for I did upgrade like once just when we were um, having a meeting after we celebrated promoting to national, I believe. I think that we had like a big celebration or something. I can't remember. But anyway, the point there was one point when I upgraded, but then I just like immediately went back down because <laughs> it was really expensive. But um, but yeah, and what I love about Zoom is you can live stream it into your like Facebook team page and you can share, you know, your screen. So you, I would always like pre- use a Canva presentation. Um, so anyway, I'm not, I don't want to spend a lot of time on Zoom. I actually just did a podcast episode recently about how to lead an effective team meeting on there. But um, there's so much that you can do with it. You can even do a Zoom party or event or an opportunity event. There's so many different things that you can do. But um, at the end of the day, uh, I think the majority of you already know how to use it and are using it, and I would most definitely continue to use it. (laughs) So the next thing that I, made a huge difference in my business was finally investing in a virtual assistant. Oh my goodness, this was a game changer. And honestly, I could do an entire podcast episode on hiring a virtual assistant, all the things I delegated to her, um, the things that she did, my communication, finding her, all the things. Um, And we actually have one now. It's not the same that I used when I was with Pampered Chef. But in general, just finding someone who not only is going to support you and help your business, but also, you know, believes in your mission and your vision and wants to support and help you expand what you were already doing is just, oh, it is such a relief, right? Like I, um, you know, when, as we were planning for our present mom, powerful leader, training, I was like reflecting back on this transition time in my life when we were going from one to two kids. I had just had Evelyn and I was on the verge of promoting to executive. And I just remember feeling so overwhelmed and scared and frustrated because I I had this, this sense of, I was so proud of what I had accomplished, right? Like I was like, I've built this. This is my baby, you know, my business, my team. Like, I don't want it to all crumble and fall apart, right? Like, if I stepped away, that's what would happen. I mean, that's just how it is, right? You've probably all seen, um, you know, maybe my upper level leaders, you've lost a leader and their team just kind of falls apart, right? Or, you yourself stopped working your business, right? The leader sets the pace and your team just you're like, where did they go? They just all disappeared. And, you know, I was feeling like I am so proud of this and like I can't go on maternity leave. I can't slow down. I can't, you know, whatever, because if I do, right, if I do, the thing that I'm so proud that I built, I'm going to lose. That's how I felt. And I was just, I felt so defeated and overwhelmed. Of course, you know, all the hormones after having a baby. And I remember my husband, I'd sat down at my desk to work because I knew there were some things I had to do. I had just nursed Evelyn, put her in her swing. I was sitting down to work and I just started crying. You know, I was just so overwhelmed and like, Oh, I don't even know what to do. You know, And I remember him being like, whoa, you know, like what in the world is going on? Like, are you okay? You know? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. You know, I I was like, I don't want to lose this thing that I've built. And I felt kind of the sense of like guilt and shame because here I was in this time of my life, this season with a brand new baby, like how dare I say something like that, right? But it was a very real feeling for me. But I just remember feeling so overwhelmed and, you know, I was just crying and (laughs) Chris was just like, you know, you just need help. Like, we just need to find you some help. We need to hire help. And it was kind of this like, oh. Like, oh, I can have both. Like, oh, there is a way. You know, so we very quickly realized, you know, there are some things that I didn't have to continue to do. I didn't have to do the dishes. I didn't have to do laundry. I didn't have to clean the house. You know, I could hire somebody to do that. And I didn't have to set up all of my virtual parties. Someone else could set them up, right? I didn't have to, um, you know... Send um, a text message to every person who purchased uh, from me, the thank you message. Someone else could do that, right? Like I ended up. That was my second one. Was Project Broadcast. I uh, realized very quickly from hearing from a couple of peers that Project Broadcast was the next big thing, and you needed to invest in it. Of course, I invested, and I didn't do anything with it for like six months. But my virtual assistant is the one that was like, "You need to use this. This is going to save us time," you know. And so she. Set up project broadcast for me. I mean, literally, she set all of it up and helped me, you know, I constantly was thinking like, okay, how else can I use this to automate things in my business? I can message my team, you know, I can send out a customer care text. I can, you know, send out a message to my leaders reminding them about something. I can send a message to my personal team or, you know, a reminder to my entire organization before a team meeting, you know, there was just like so much that I personally wanted to do, but I knew I couldn't do it by myself. You know, it's like that quote, like, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And, you know, it really, truly, you know, when people are like that quote, like, it takes a village, like, it really does. <laughs> like, like if you are at a place in your life and you're like, oh my goodness, like, I want it all. Like, I want to be a present mom. I want to be a successful Sorry, a sip of water. I want to have all the things, but I also, you know, I don't want to sacrifice what's most important to me. You know, I want to feel like I can have success and I want to not lose time at home with my babies. I want to be able to pick them up from the bus. I want to do this. I want to do that. Right. And I think when I started to implement those two things, a virtual assistant and project broadcast, those were a game changer in my business. Hands down, the biggest game changer. And then I would say from there, there were a couple of other resources that I used that supported my business very in a very strong way. One was Canva because essentially I would create graphics and I would make a copy and then I would share it with my team, right? So like they could tweak it and change it and be able to adapt like, okay, I, I like the, the pictures for the virtual party, but I want to add my own colors, my own flair. And so it was just kind of like a way for me to um, transfer things that I was already making for my own business, but share them with other people. Right. And that's, I mean, in this industry in general, uh, but also in life, you know, you have to help other people to have success. And so anything that I was making for my own parties, my own business, I was sharing them with my team. I was, I mean, always every single month and canva played a huge role in that i also used canva canva (laughs) to create the presentation which initially i would do my team meeting using like powerpoint and share the screen on zoom and then now i you know eventually transitioned to canva and i feel like canva is uh, just, if you're not using Canva, you are just missing out. Okay. There's like a million different reasons why Canva now, like even more so than when I was using it back um, when I was building my business, but even more so now they have like AI. So you can like for caption writing, um, you know, you can create reels on there. Uh, there's just so many features. I can't even get into it. That's like a whole other podcast on itself too. <laughs> and then Google drive, you know, a lot of the resources I had for my team, I would share on my Google drive or I would have people sign up. I used Google forms all the time on my drive to, Um, and I uploaded like my host, um, my host packet was on Google Drive. So I would just send the link to my host. So there was just a lot of reasons why I used Google Drive. Also because from the aspect of if I was like, my computer was to crash or the internet was down or whatever, like I could, you know, if something was wrong with my computer, like I could go to another computer and access my drive. And, and you know, like, so it wasn't like, with a Word doc, you know, if it's it's not saved anywhere else but on your computer, right? And so that's a huge <laughs> blessing about Google Drive. If you're not already using it, I would encourage you to. And then I think the last thing that I have listed, but I would not probably use it now in all transparency is Planally. And it's not because it's not an awesome app and not because it's not super cool or whatever but i personally felt like um what okay so first let me explain planoly is a scheduler for social media specifically i was using it for instagram and while i do think it will help you be consistent and show up i just don't think it's as authentic as if you are manually posting and it's it's kind of like uh you know it's it's like which hard do you want <laughs> you know do you want if you're not manually posting, you probably aren't going to have as much engagement because the platform that you're posting on is going to recognize that you're not actively participating and engaging when the content is going out there. And so you have to kind of decide, like, do I want to, what I would encourage you to do, this is what I've done in for years with my Google Drive, is I will just open up a doc and plan out all of my captions. And then what I would do is... um you know, I would just have it ready so that I could just post. Now it's like a habit, right? It's like, you know, initially when I was building my business, it was kind of nice, you know, to have Planoly and I could just schedule all my content to go out there and it would look a certain way. But then if I was like out at the park and I'll have this adorable picture of my girls and I wanted to post it, but then I would second guess myself because I'd be like, oh, but did i already have something posting today would it look weird if i am posting this other thing you know so it was like it was it wasn't anymore like a social media where i was engaging and sharing it was more like this thing that i had to be completely controlled over and i wasn't i didn't have the freedom to just express myself and now i think more than anything people are craving that you know, authentic connection and sharing. And they want to feel like when they're watching someone's content and subscribing to what they, their opinions and what they're sharing and have to offer, that it's genuine, you know, that it's real. And you can 100% plan out your content ahead of time. But I think that, you know, just as another example, like recently there was that tragedy of the, um, school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. And I, you know, live outside of Nashville and I can only imagine if I had scheduled some post about, you know, I don't even know, like working from home with kids and how they interrupt you all day long or something. And that had just happened. I think people would be like, wow, she is so insensitive, right? And so I do think there's a lot of power in posting in real time because you can control and recognize like, okay, this is what I actually want to talk about today based on what's happening in the world and, you know, where I'm trying to take my business and what I want people to think of when they see my content, right? And so it's like, you can still plan ahead, but you're also paying attention to what's really truly happening in the world around you. So that that was kind of the last thing. There were probably a million other resources and strategies and thing. So so now that I'm kind of like wrapping this up. Like now that we're just saying, okay, here's all the things, right? So I shared with you guys one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things. So Facebook Scheduler, Post My Party, Marco Polo, Outlook Calendar, Zoom, Virtual Assistant, Project Broadcast, Canva, Google Drive, and Planally. And so what I want to encourage you is to just kind of think through that list. And you know, you are at a different place in your business than I was when I was using all of those things, right? But when I first started, I was not, you know, I did not hire a virtual assistant or I was not using Project Broadcast, right? Or Canva or all of these things. And so I want to encourage you, if you're like starting out and you're like month one into your business, you probably are still just trying to figure things out. And all this stuff probably doesn't even matter yet, (laughs) except for maybe Facebook scheduler. But if you are like, I am, you know, I'm leading this team. I'm trying to figure out how to manage and juggle things, then maybe evaluate what are the resources and systems that you have in place, and maybe pick one or two from the list that I shared and say, okay, you know what? Like, I am really struggling with customer management or, you know, getting reminders out to my team. So maybe you need to start working on project broadcast, you know, and implementing that and really taking some time to you know, set up a system for success. Or maybe you are, you know, not getting on Zoom and not connecting with your team. Maybe you're a new team and you're like, you know what, I really need to make it a priority to show up on Zoom, to connect, to do recognition, to educate, to train, right? Or or goodness, it could be post my party. Maybe you're running all these parties and manually posting for heaven's sake, stop doing that. (laughs) But whatever it is, I would encourage you to look at like this list and say, okay, I'm going to focus on this one area of my business in the next, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, and then come back to the list and say, okay, you know what, what else now? Like what is the next thing? And if you are looking for a roadmap, I'm just going to put a plug real quick for multiply, because I think so many people, They hear all of these ideas. They're constantly learning. Obviously, you made it to the end of the podcast episode. They're like always looking for the next thing, the next, you know, resource, the next solution to the problem or to whatever it is they're trying to accomplish. Um, And, you know, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, right? It's like analysis paralysis. You become paralyzed by the access to information. And so one thing that I absolutely love about our program is I was telling someone today, we kind of took away all the like sexy, like enticing things. And we're like, here's the exact roadmap, right? Like when you enter in your destination on a GPS, it's not like, oh, well, you can stop over here at Target and you can stop here and you can do this. Yeah, sure. Like as you're driving towards your destination, you enter in the destination, you put your car and drive and you're headed down the road. Yes, you can go to where you want to go. You know, and on the way, you may see the target and decide to get off the exit, but your route is always going to say no. But you really need to come back here if you want to get to your end destination. And so that's what our program does. We say, look, there's all these shiny things out there, but at the end of the day, like you, if you follow our multiply method, like you're going to get to where you want to go. Now, the rate at which you get there is up to you, right? Like you may say, I'm going to come in and I'm just going to hustle my butt off and do the thing, and I'm going to get to where I want to go. Like. 10 times faster, like that's fine. You're still going to get there. Or it could be that you're going to come in (laughs) to our coaching program and you're just like, you know what, I'm in a season where I can't hustle my butt off and I can't go all in and I'm just going to kind of do what I can and I know that I need that extra layer of support. That's okay too. You're just not going to get to where your destination is as quickly as the other person, right? So at the end of the day, focus on just put your head down, Put your blinders on and say, you know what? I know all of these resources are incredible, but based on where I am in my business, what is it that I really need? And maybe you're like, I don't know what I need. (laughs) And maybe that's why you need to invest and multiply. You need someone to say, this is the roadmap this is the destination. Here are the exact turns that you're going to make to get to where you want to go. And I have that much faith in what we're doing, that much faith in our program, because number one, it's working. People are getting results, but also it's literally what I did. It's how I built my business. It's what I focused on, you know, and paired it with you know, all of the other strategies that other leaders Monique has coached in the industry are doing, it is hands down one of the best programs out there. So I'm going to stop rambling on about it because obviously I am so passionate about what we're doing, the community we're building, the leaders we are working with. It is so fun to watch these people step into this kind of next level thinking. And we would love to invite you to be a part of it if this is something that you are looking for. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.